Yo, this is Jake. They call me Dr. Flock. Views. What's up? It's John John. Views. And it's real life doing this, bitch. Views. You are now listening to the Views from the Chip podcast. First of the week. First, this this might be my track name. Uh-huh. I thought you ran it. Oh, shit, Manny came out. Yeah. Just having windows down in traffic playing this? Download the app, shawty, you ain't gotta wake chat. Just me mugging everybody. Man, he still got it, dog. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to see he's fucking building off all that momentum from the Scott Storch versus. Goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, again. How much did they get paid for that? Who's paying for that? Or should the taxpayers be mad? What the fuck is that, dog? Uh, the government, the government, the government. Like, what the fuck is that, dog? Biden hit up Manny Fresh saying, Yo, Manny, let me get the it's remix. Just, I don't understand, like, what, like, what are they getting out of that? That is not it at all. They're doing it but for I'm the people, thinking, man. They, that's like they're standing up for the right thing to do. That's what you think? I don't that's what think. They want I don't think anybody's like, oh shit, man, <laughs> and Juvie said vax that thing up. I'm getting a vax. I doubt that. I doubt that one. It is a, it's an interesting zone there, bro, because Manny and Juvie probably got a Juvie gotta be 40 something now, right? Close assume. to it. And Manny gotta be older than Juvie. Mm-hmm. So that is like the demographic that's getting fucked. So like I wonder if they're thinking like, yeah, like Juvie and Manny gonna drive to 40 plus black people to get vaxxed because they're the, the demo that's refusing to get vaxxed and it's also like the hardest demo getting fucked with it is that the demo refusing it's the older people yeah black, but black people in general mm. black people in general aren't fucking with the vax so. mm. and we blame them uh, that's fucked up can we blame them you get your vax yet John? nah I heard shit. I heard that motherfuckers was getting the one jump. I was listening to Breakfast Club and they said uh, people were getting the first shot and they heard that the first shot is 80% like 80% immunity to the uh, to COVID. So they was like, fuck the second shot. Mm. I feel that. Yeah, I'm, I don't. I don't know. I was thinking about it earlier today, though. Like, damn, I didn't get it, and it's like it's not even a. Am I going to get it? It's just like I just ain't get it. So it's like I don't even think I'm going to get it. Yeah, I was at a festival this weekend. And I saw some people getting it at the festival. I was like, why are you getting it now and at the festival? Like, if you didn't get it, just don't even get it. Because I feel like everybody that really needs it or is worried about it's going to get it. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand going to a downtown firework festival and getting the vaccine while you're there. <laughs> just like They've been doing a lot of that type shit. Mad really random. Where it's like big ass, big ass fucking drums, groups together getting that shit. Yeah, I'm not getting like it. I haven't travel, got it yet. If I travel internationally, I think I would get it, even if it's like a year from now. I, I just... I, I, I'm starting to think on it again just because I keep seeing all the new strands, but I'm like, yeah, is that shit effective against all the new strands too? They said it is. Is it? The Delta and then other new John and then 
they said it is i ain't worried about the new strands at all like i feel yeah. like they're hyping that up to be a little bit more than it is yeah if covid killed me i'm dead i don't get it's whatever <laughs> that's crazy that's crazy I mean, bro, if the odds is the same as motherfucking a car accident or whatever the fuck it is, I'm not, whatever, dog. Who gives a fuck? I'm done. I'm on some all right shit. I'm a fuck. I, I, ain't, I ain't wear a mask in three months, dog. Just That's the funny thing. Like, you go places and nobody's wearing a mask. Mm-mm. And you know everybody ain't got the vax. But it's just like. Bro, I ain't wear a mask in three we weeks. Back. I ain't got the vax. We just, I guess we just back to. Normal at this point. I ain't wearing a mask since I came back from Mexico, dog. I should have been wearing a mask. I throw it on sometimes, but then it's crazy because you'll feel crazy with the mask on. So you just like, man, I, let me just take this shit off. Because well, now y'all off, look like Trumpers for not getting the vax. Nah, I don't know if we look like mm. Trumpers. That's, 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 that's Trump's perception. Saying? Fuck it. Fuck it. Is you trying to say that you think we Trumpers for not getting the vax? Or, cause, or are you saying that we look like Trumpers for not getting the vax? Yeah, that that's the perspective like now is is when you wear the mask going somewhere, because you haven't got the vaccine and saying I'm not going to get the vaccine is bullshit, and that's and that's I'm not saying that's right that's right I'm just saying that's what people are thinking oh, Republican or they don't think the vaccine is legit. I don't know if that's the Trump stance because I mean if we go off with Dill just saying then black people being the people that's not getting it. I don't know if you would associate us with the Trumpers. Nah. What's that, John? What's that, John, they had y'all in? Who? What do you mean, y'all? The black, black people. Oh. What you talking about? The, um, the, 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 um, John's like, you grouping me into something already? <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> it's something with a T. Bro, you, you know what you're the trying tea. to say. What nah, don't. It's the experiment, John, that they did. Oh. Where they fucked oh, y'all up. Skeegy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Biden's wild for that. What did Biden do? Where he, he basically said the wrong thing. Well, about the Tuskegee experiment? Yeah. Man. Well, if my, if my black friends don't feel comfortable getting the vaccine, I'm going to stand in solidarity with them and not get it. I don't even think it's like a, a uncomfortable thing. I think it's just like... Shit, I don't even get flu shots. That's a fact. <laughs> and that's a fucking fact. Give us give us a 10-second pitch, Jake. To get the vax? I, I could honestly care less if y'all get the vax or not, so I don't have a whole lot to say about it. You just called us Trumpers, dog. No, I, <laughs> I'm saying that, like, at least... So when I picture going into Lowe's, right, and I'm walking around... And, and I've talked to other people about this. I didn't come up with this idea. Somebody proposed it to me that when you're in there and you see like the old white guy that's looking for lumber or like hardware or something, and he's wearing a mask, like now the the persona has switched, especially right at the beginning it had switched um, with like certain demographics that when they don't have they have the vac- the mask on, now they're saying uh, they kind of look like Trumpers and the people that don't wear a mask. Uh, it's hard to tell whether or not they look like Trumpers and they're just saying, I don't care about shit at all, or they've got the vaccine and they're not wearing a mask because they're safe. Like now it's hard to determine who's who, you know, before you could walk in somewhere like right at the beginning of the shit, if you saw somebody not wearing a mask, you knew what they were about. And now you don't really know. You can't Is that really good? Know. Isn't that better though? 
I don't know. I like to be able to point them out when I see them and say, okay. Uh, I think we. I'm not going to stand by that person. I think we. I think we went way overboard on judging people on their politics in the last four years. Because I really don't think people have that kind of like a strong opinionated drawn on politics. I don't even know if people be realizing what the fuck they support most of the time. I think it's obvious that people don't. Like it's like yeah, like it's like these. Most people are fucking idiots, and then they just look at like the the most stupid reasons to team up or go against. And it's like dog, like yeah, like if there's one less factor that doesn't put a instant segregation in between people, and then that's dope to me. You could look. At I don't it. know. Current mid COVID, if you weren't wearing a mask, I was not standing next to you. No, that's a fact. Vaccination or not, though. Yeah, either way. So I liked that. I liked to know who the, my, who the op is, I guess, right? Is it an op, though? In that moment, it's an op. I'm not mad at that statement. How's it an op, though? Because if you're not being safe and I don't want to get COVID, I'm not going to stand next to you. Being safe in what way, though? With COVID. I know I'm saying like yeah, all right. All right, bro. I'm not gonna pick up this. Let's go. I get what you're saying, but I mean what do you what do you mean, dude? I don't I don't get what the is that am I not making sense? I was like, are you saying they're op just because they weren't being safe with COVID? So like a personal op against your own safety? Or are they op like ideally or like ideology wise? Like I never really thought about it that far, just in that moment. You represent Something you don't uh, agree with. Well, you represent an opportunity for me to get sick. Because remember, we thought that shit, we were wearing gloves with no mask. <laughs> we thought that shit was like easily transmissible, transmissible for a while. Yeah, we, well, yeah, I mean, it is, but we thought it was a lot more like a death sentence than it ever yeah. turned out to be. Yeah, we thought if you even walked next to somebody, you had it. So at this point, with you having a vaccine, how do you feel about people not having it? Like going in places and not knowing? Um, if it's just me, mm-hmm. I'm not that worried about it. I mean, I, I, I don't stand close to people anyway. I'm one of those people that like, when somebody's checking out in line, I'm gonna give you your space. And I don't, I don't know. I, I don't care. So do you still- <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Cause I mean, you got the vaccination. So it's like, are you so still, you-, you can't be afraid of getting sick, right? So do you, you still, got the vaccine. You still wear your mask, Flop? Are you? Um, I wear my mask in a couple of stores because they are they ask for it. Like, there's this one store that I go in a lot, and the owners both have like six autoimmune diseases, and it's only like a it's a very small store. It's like maybe 500 square feet. So because I know they could really die if they get it, I'm aware it. Um, and then there's like a grocery store that's like a little tiny co-op that I go in real small space so i wear it in there but like everywhere else I, i'm not wearing it but m m still has to wear hers m's wearing hers a good majority of the time you know she not getting it because of layla nursing or whatnot so does she look like a trump supporter she's worried mm-hmm. about it she's worried mm-hmm. about it especially taking the baby mm-hmm. in there we feel like Okay, what's the judgment going on there? <laughs> you not wearing a mask. She got a mask. Of course, the baby doesn't have a mask on. <laughs> yeah. Just a wild dynamic. 
Yeah. Yeah. You can't judge a book by its cover, dog. I mean, you can. You might be wrong, but you can do <laughs> it. Because that would mean your girl's an op. But she looks like an op. Uh-huh. So you just, you never know. Never, exactly. So you, you got to assume know. everybody. Shoot first, ask questions last. That's a fact. Dog. That's how these so-called gangsters last. <laughs> Get off COVID, though. I don't give a fuck about it anymore. Same. What'd y'all think about my question at the beginning of the pot with like, if somebody's, they speak a different language as their first, their natural language, and then their English isn't great, and they talk kind of quick, and maybe you can't understand them. Is it racist to ask to speak to another person? No. No. Do y'all feel, I feel bad I, doing it? Would I feel extremely uncomfortable doing it? Yes. I would try to avoid that situation as much as possible. I don't think I've ever actually asked, like, I, I'll, like, look like a dumbass and try to, like, repeat it a million times before I'll be like, yeah, can I get somebody with, like, clear English? It's, are we becoming, like, too, like, soft, though? That feels too it's soft that, to not be able to say yeah. it. Like, is that fucked up? Like, because, like, if I, if, I got a, if I got a client that's, like, primary language is Spanish and I can't speak Spanish and their shit's broken English, it, was, it wouldn't be offensive to me if they're, like, yeah, does one of your colleagues speak Spanish? Like, yeah, so-and-so is over here. Break it down for me. Exactly. Exactly. Because I was just talking to a guy. I, we're using men's warehouse to get a suit for a friend's wedding and they got my order wrong twice, right? And so I called in and I was trying to get it fixed. And this guy was, uh, I was talking to today, Middle Eastern, he spoke super quick. I couldn't understand anything. And he kept talking over me when I would try to clarify. And I was getting hot. <laughs> I just started getting real short and uh, using different language and whatnot. And then of course my dumbass like got super smart and I had to go in and see him in person. So I had to oh, keep that dude. same. Then I had to keep that same energy when I went in in person. Was it just as bad? Um, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and so I had to keep, I had to keep like the tough guy voice on while I was in person. Right, keep a straight face and shit. Yeah, like yeah, I, I was just an asshole to you, so I can't come in here being nice now. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had to ask. I, what I do in those situations, I just repeat. I say, you said this. I mean, it might make them more uncomfortable than me because I'm going to just repeat, like, you said this? Oh, that's what you said? But like you said, asking for somebody else, uh, that is a little. But I mean, if you can't understand them and you fucked up the order twice, I understand it. Yeah, yeah. I, I should have done that. I should have tried to repeat it more. I, I did feel a bit racist saying, you know, is there anybody else there to talk to? <laughs> Fuck that. I can't be mad at that, though. Um, Shit, we going to keep it on. Yeah, it was real life deal here. I'm here with my boy John and my boy Flock. Those views from a chair pod and shit. I forgot to do the introduction. Um, It took a, it was a slow, slow warm up, dog. Back, the back strong slowed us down a little bit, dog. I thought the juvie shit was going to bump the morale up, um, but it didn't. So let's talk about some fun shit. What we got? Wait, can you, wait, wait. Can you guys hear this? A little bit. Yeah. I don't know if what, what, what oh, fun happened. The, the, that's the soundboard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weak. Is it better now? That's a little better. 
<laughs> we got the wrong person in charge of the soundboard. <laughs> yeah, it's real life deal here and shit, dog. <laughs> Damn, I'm so fucking funny, dog. The what crowd's kind of gunshot was that? The, the crowd's thing. going crazy, dog. The crowd's going, fuck, better watch his back, dog. All right, we're here and shit. Definitely got the wrong person in charge of the soundboard. <laughs> we're here now, dog. It's fucking lit, dog. Now, what's it called? Dog, I am so pumped up about Chris Paul, and I, I don't want to get overly into basketball. 16th year, 36. He really – it kind of either shows that, like, the medicine for all sports is, like, so fucking out there now that these guys are all playing into their primes. Like, it's nuts that – it's nuts that, like, JJ's still in the league. Melo's still in the league. Eagle Dallas still in the league. Brian, Chris Paul, like these guys are all thirty-six and up. Like Brown and them came in two thousand three, dog. What I was uh, twelve when they came in the league. I'll be thirty this year. So you think it's the medicine that's keeping them going? Is it the medicine that? that and your flock, this might make your argument, dog. Chris Paul switched to plant based like three years ago. A lot of athletes have. It makes so, sense. So. The uh, Alex Morgan, she's vegan. There's a, there's a ton that are vegan. But uh, that that plant based diet, mm. I ain't gonna lie, Flock. I took your recommendation and tried to just egg, and uh, it was trash. It was hot. <laughs> <How> did... <laughs> that was the worst shit I've tasted in probably my lifetime. Honestly, how'd you eat it? Uh, like a. I cooked it like an egg. You said it tastes like an egg. It smells awful. <laughs> it smells awful. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta. Uh, Ask that you man how stuff? he ate it. <laughs> I was, it, sm- it smells awful, right? Like, I think all eggs smells awful. Well, shit, that shit is like times a thousand. Cooked it. How you cook that, John? Up. Do that shit right in the pan, like a scrambled egg. Scrambled it up, textures Texture. off. Bro, I I think you can't cook for real. Nah, nah that's your hardcore, bro. I've cooked it a million times and it's never smelled bad or anything like that. No, I'm talking about like mm. in the bottle. Like, oh nah, this ain't it. That shit nasty, man. You smelled Ooh. it. In the- I don't melt it in the bottle. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you smell, smell you like crack a raw egg and just smell the raw egg. You don't even ball. smell. That's the thing. You don't even smell a raw egg. So I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah. This is no all. yeah, this is all. I'm like, all right, Flock said it's good. He said it tastes like an egg. So, so you cooked it. it up. You cooked it up and then you put some pepper on it and shit. I tried it every way. I tried to make it good because every I way. told you. I told you I wanted to go. I'm, I still want to do the plant-based shit, but that wasn't a good start. Just the egg won't be a part of my plant-based diet at all. That was Here, disgusting. Here's my top tip with plant-based when you're trying it out. Mm. If it ain't, don't try so hard to make shit that's not vegan, vegan. Right? Like, mm-hmm. we try really hard to be able to have ham and egg and all this stuff. Like, it's not, you're trying to make something that's not egg tastes like egg so it's not going to taste like egg or what's the name of it just egg but and i took your recommendation you said it tastes like an egg yeah i mean, it, I mean it, it's it, called just egg though that's the market that tastes nothing like, that's 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 that i'm a that tastes nothing like an egg man i don't that know it was bad 
have you uh do you like like uh egg mcmuffins come on man you know where i stand with egg mcmuffins mm -hmm. so make it like an egg muffin bro that's just amazing i have one of those like a couple times a month <sighs> i still well, got it i should have thrown it out man but i still got it and i'm gonna i'm gonna try to sandwich it this time but <clears> it's just straight like a like you eating eggs no go what's your first experience with it flock like you felt like like you you were like yeah this should taste good I don't remember. With any vegan shit? So like it wasn't a tough transition for you? Yeah, it, it was. Um, I can't, it, so this is hard for me to answer because A, I can't remember, right? I, honestly, what my taste buds like at the time. Um, and B, like just egg wasn't out when I was vegan, just got vegan, right? So my taste buds, by the time I had just egg, hadn't had egg in like two years. Okay. So what I remember, it seems just like egg and other people that aren't vegan that have had it said this shit tastes just like egg. But I've, that could be John's experience. And this was the thing. I was like, I'm going to get regular eggs, though. So I got my regular eggs and then I cooked. Those got cooked, too. So it's like, all right, I'm going to eat my regular eggs. Then I'm going to try these eggs because Flock said these eggs taste like eggs. Mm hmm. And devour my regular eggs. The flesh, that fleshy yeah, texture. The, the fleshy, oh, dead good. baby chicken. Amazing. Scrambled <laughs> with cheese and all that. And then I got to your shit, or not your shit, but the, the vegan shit. And I'm just like, yeah, I was led wrong. He he, he did me dirty with these. He did mm. me dirty with these. Mm. <laughs> I was sad, man. I wanted to text you the moment I ate. I was like, man, I'm going to just save it for the pod, man. That shit. But I mean, yeah. I, I think the transition to vegan, for me at least, is going to be tough. I think I, I am still going to try to do it, but that shit right there wasn't a good start. I was yeah. talking to a friend recently and they told me that there's a lot of signs that if, if you raise your kids with uh, all plant-based vegan diet, that they're smaller than average kids. What are those signs? I don't know, bro. I said, I'm telling you what they said. They said they got three kids and they did one of the kids. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> All plant-based. They did one of the kids all plant-based, and that kid's uh, like mad small in comparison. And the other two kids are in the 90th percentile. And she's well. They said well, all the all might the have been the pipeline, all. but that's cool. <laughs> My bad. I love you, man. <laughs> That's, that's like an experiment it sounds like that. no nah, i don't think it happened like that bro i think they were going through a phase at the time and then there are some articles that they found that backed it up afterwards that they stopped but i mean who, who can call it it seems to be working for chris paul yeah i mean you've got all these other kids out here that are growing up malnutrition that aren't plant-based so you can be have poor nutrition no matter how you eat Right, just because you're plant based don't mean that you're healthy. Me and M every Friday night we have frozen pizza, frozen chicken nuggets, frozen fries, and wine. That's our dinner. Frozen chicken nuggets? Yeah. Vegan chicken nuggets though? Yeah. Oh okay. I don't ever fuck with frozen nuggets, Doug. Shout out to the frozen nuggets. You think Ben Simmons is just a bitch? Mm, I think he got paid too early. But like the, the pay too early would say that he's like, all right, I would get like if that was 
just like all right lack of improvement but like it's got to be a mentality thing to where like he just doesn't have the confidence but does the confidence come from lack of effort or, or work ethic I think all that comes <clears throat> from being paid early. I mean, once you get, if, if your job, if you didn't reach top peak at your job, but they paid you like the top person, what motivation do you have to get better at yeah, your job? But see, that's the argument. But that's the argument I don't like. Why not? Because he he's has got considerably better on the defensive end. He went from a minus on defense to runner-up and defensive player of the year this year. So, like, he's obviously putting in the effort on the defensive end, and, and like, he's got way better on it. Mm-hmm. So, he's making some kind of effort to get better at his game. There's got to be a mental block. I mean, but defense was never his problem. It he was, was though. When he came into the league, they thought they said he was a lazy rebounder and a <laughs> mediocre defender. And now yeah. he's probably the best rebounder at point guard and, and the best defender on the wing. Well, I would challenge that and say Russell is a better rebounder. And he might be the best defender because he's fucking 6'11 or whatever he is. But that's not where we need you to get better at. We need you to get better on the offensive end. But why is he so scared to get better on the offensive end? What incentive does he have to get better? That's what I'm – but he's got so much better on defense. What's the incentive to get better on defense? Because that's easier to get better, I guess. I I feel like defense is all effort. That's what I'm saying. You have to put in work to get better. Is he scared to put the effort in on offense? Why why am I putting in work in that y'all just gave me a hundred plus million? But you just said he turned his effort up on defense. So he's that's putting in the effort. work on defense. That's effort. Effort's work, bro. This is what I'm saying. It's a, it's it's not a skill to play defense. Defense to me is effort. You have right. to go to the gym and put shots up, practice to get a to get better at shooting. At his size, his talent, and and, and athletic ability, he could get 20, 20 a game just off effort. Okay. So why doesn't he do it? I just said he has no incentive to. He got paid. But, I mean, he put he's putting in the effort on defense, though. So why wouldn't he just match the effort on offense? Unless it was something else in his brain that's like, he's just too scared to fuck up on offense. John's telling you his logic. Damn. <laughs> the fuck he but he's just saying, like, because he's saying it's just a lack of effort. Like, there's no incentive to get. If, if Ben Simmons was getting two mil a year right now and they wasn't paying him unless he put up 15 shots a game, I guarantee you Ben Simmons will be putting up 15 shots a game. I, I think part of what John's saying too is there's more fundamentals and learning fundamentals that go into offense. Like defense, you can play a lot better just pure off of effort. When you're shooting a jump shot, you can't put in more effort and make a jump shot. But bro, right now with his ability, he can get 20 a game just by running to the rim and throwing his hook shot up. He could do that. I, I think we've all paid so much attention to his jumper that and it's, it's so deep in his head that he can't even – he can't get himself right. So is, is it his fault that Sixers aren't going to win the chip? No, it's the Sixers' fault for paying him so early. Do you have a choice, though? If Like, if you know everyone's going to pay this guy. <laughs> you don't. That's the it's problem. Like you got to pay him. You don't. That's the problem. And somebody would take Ben Simmons taking five shots a game. They wouldn't give a fuck. Not even somebody, dog. Probably 90% of the teams. For sure. But that's, I mean, that's a problem in the league. And if you want to win, they don't, I mean, they can't, they obviously can't win that way because they should, they should be in the finals right now. It's not even a question. Yeah. This year, easy. This was probably they won. I mean, they might have a chance next year. I mean, I don't even know if he'll be there next year. So can't even really speak on next year. But this was definitely a, a chance 
for the process to work out for them, man. They let that shit go away. And, I mean, I guess we'll see how they feel about it this offseason and what they do with him. Do you think the fans play a part in this at all? A part in what? Like him just I – think, I think he's scared of getting, like, the scrutiny of, like, taking them shots. I do. I don't think – I think Philly fans would be happy with him missing five threes and him taking none. And then they'll be like, all right, well, this is why he doesn't shoot. But when you don't shoot at all, it's like, come on, dog. We just want to see you shoot. We don't give a fuck if you miss them. Rajon Rondo is shooting threes now. Ben Simmons, you can shoot threes, dog. It's weird, too, because it seems like the Philly fans, like, cheer it on when he shoots. Like, even when they had they go Colts, crazy. Like, they were cheering when they were shooting. They go crazy. Every jumper he shoots, they go crazy. Why? I mean, I couldn't imagine that feeling of 17, 18,000 people screaming because I'm shooting. I'm going to shoot every fucking time. Fuck that. They shouldn't, have let, they shouldn't have let him go this long with it because now it's too much pressure. Now it's like year six. I mean, I one thing I, I will say is he did opt out of playing for Australia this season for the uh, Olympics. So he said he's going to work on his game. So we'll see. But we see him booed up in the in the uh, stands mm-hmm. at the tennis tournament yeah. with his lady. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. what's really going on, Ben? Um. I don't know about y'all, but as someone who, for you know, the level that I played at, which wasn't much, could shoot. Like, whenever I was coming off the screen and somebody would yell "shoot,", you could shoot. like, I already said that I couldn't shoot that well compared to other people. So, okay. um, I could shoot probably. I feel like at the level we were playing at, that's what I did was shoot, and so people would expect it. People would like say "shoot," like when I was coming off the screen or something like that, and. That would mess me up. I felt like I was I would miss when people would encourage me to shoot. I would yell at Dylan games to shoot. Like, bro, you yeah. don't shoot the ball. Like yeah. you'll shoot like like you'll shoot when we playing at the park. Just cause me and the wreck don't stop shooting. Shoot that it shit. Seems like it seems like a better shot to drive. So maybe you can relate to Ben there, Dill. Yeah, I can. This seems like a better shot to drive. So maybe that's what he's doing. I think it is, talk. And he creates the most open three-pointers in the league. So it's like, yo, if you drive, I'm going to get to the rim, confident in finishing my ability at the rim. If somebody sticks up and I can pass it off to two shooters that shoot better than me, it's going to create a better shot. So maybe he's just not shooting on purpose and he doesn't really need to. That's what I think. I think that he's just his, he's got no confidence in his jump shot. So in his mind, he's like, he won't shoot at all. That's the problem. And if they know you won't shoot at all, like you won't shoot once a game, like it's like, all right, now we don't have to stick you at all until you get 10 feet. Cause like, I'm not a jump shooter. Like my jumper's okay, but I'm like, I don't like shooting. But if I got within 10 feet, I'll float it up. And he, he just won't even float it up. Like when he went up for that layup and passed it instead. Yeah. Like he won't float it up. Like he won't even attack it. But that's the irritating shit. It's like, yeah, he just, he won't attack the rim with the threat of scoring. I don't care who you are. If they guarding you below the free throw line, that's ultimate disrespect. Yeah, it's false. Shoot that shit, dog. Yeah. Especially when you got people like Brooke Lopez firing eight up a game. Yeah, your center is shooting threes. If Embiid's mm-hmm. shooting threes, bro, shoot threes, dog. That would make me want to get to be a better sh- uh, jump shot, have a better jump shot just out of spite. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, like damn, disrespecting me. I'm in the NBA. Y'all treat me like this. Like, 
like I'm, I'm like I'm some bum off the street. Like, oh, he can't fuck that hundred million dollar man. Nah, but but you can't shoot though. Nah, don't do yeah. me like that. Wow. Yeah, I just dropped a hoe bar just so we can count it. So we know. <laughs> I didn't even hear it. I said out of spite, we just might, I'm just might flood these streets. <laughs> Damn, do we do we do we want to keep it uh, NBA and go? Um, <clears throat> Rachel, Nichols? I would really, yeah, I would love one of you to break that down to me. I heard the video a little bit. I only listened to it once because I was, dog. I did a beer Olympics this weekend, and like the older you get, you like the competitiveness does not leave you, and you will try to win at everything you do, um, no matter what. Also. Another thing I'm learning later in life is yeah, you can't be scared to make yourself look stupid as shit to have fun either. Like, yeah, you think you're going to look stupid? Who gives a fuck, dog? Everybody's looking stupid. And nine times out of ten, you're the only person that's even thinking, like, yo, do we look stupid doing this? Like, dog, do the front flip off the fucking slip and slide or, or dive for the fucking beer pong game or whatever the fuck it is. But, yeah, let's dive into Rachel Nichols. Uh, do we want the audio? Yeah. Yeah, if we got yeah. it. Here, let me stop sharing. <clears throat> Let's get it. Rachel Nichols. Yeah, from ESPN. Uh, this was her speaking on Maria Taylor. Hey, instead of posting the NBA Finals, what did you do as a sound reporter about the NBA Finals? Because guess what that would play for Maria to do the hosting. Yeah. So, I have declined. I don't know what their next move is, but they are feeling pressure because of all of that. And um, I'm trying to figure out like how to just, you know, my thing is that I, you know, I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world. She covers football, she covers basketball. If you need to give her more things to do because you're feeling pressure about your like, crappy long-time record on diversity, which, by the way, I myself, like, know personally from the female side of it, like, go for it. Just, you know, find it somewhere else. Like, you're not going to find it with me. They said to me... So that's nice. basically her speaking on <clears throat> Maria Taylor. Uh, Real quick, let me take advantage of the soundboard. All right. Ooh. That's how you feeling? Very like. All right. So I'll give I'll give her this. Mm-hmm. It is telling that a lot of fellas are coming out and supporting her. Like fucking your boy, or was it Bomani that came out, or was it Amin? Amin. One uh, of the two. Came out and was like, yeah, this she's the reason we were on the jump. She's the reason T-Mac was on the jump, blah, blah. Steven Jackson came out and said something very similar. Um, it reminds me of like a very popular take for white people to have, which is like not acknowledging their privilege because like they grew up poor or whatnot. So it's like her saying like, like I can like they got a bad rap and like I can speak to that as a a woman too, but it's like also like but as a woman I shouldn't have to give up my spot to a black woman because they're bad with women and black people, and it's like kind of like yeah you're 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 way off on this but like and get her opportunity shouldn't take away from your opportunities either Rachel Nichols they're pushing the fuck out of you 
Like they've been pushing you for a couple of years now. And a big push reason for your push is because like your little monologues and what you've been saying in the recent years. So like, don't be an advocate because like you can capitalize off it and it's been working in your favor finally. And, and then as soon as it goes against you, you feel like an opportunity is being taken away from you because you're not black or Spanish. Now it's now it's a problem. And I think it's more telling that it was in a secret recording and like a private setting to where like that's that's how she really feels. Yeah, it seems like it doesn't match what we've thought of her so far, how she's presented herself. I think well, incongruent. I mean, yeah, but yeah, I wasn't too super shocked by it. Like when I saw everybody was kind of like up in arms. Like I get it, but like it, that doesn't shock me from like old down ass white person like yeah like i sympathize with it and i get it and this shit's fucked up but if it affects my direct life fuck that my only thing was i just don't see how it affects her because she thought that she was going to get the op to host the finals she thought she did her time and like it was coming up and she was going to get it instead of being the sideline reporter like doris burke she was going to get it and now she feels like maria's jumping over her to get that and it's only because what's going on now it's like oh you mean you're getting skipped because you're white wow that hurts i mean i guess i feel her because i guess she feels like she put whatever amount of time in but you still she still would have been at the finals doing what people know her to do and that's report so i don't i don't, I don't know it's that that's it's a little weird for me Qu question and this might sound wild i couldn't quite make out all the audio. Is she saying that somebody is getting promoted because of their race and and skipping her and getting an advantage? Basically, sounded, yeah. She basically was saying that they're yep they're doing that because of their bad rep and what what so and so. It again. I'm not saying this is what I think, but it might sound wild. That happens, I guess. Right? There's like lots of. People that say that happens, like there's that kind of tokenism. And then, honestly, I think it was more of an assumption as well, because like, who was to say that that was the reason they were doing it? I mean, unless she got, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody from up top told her that, but who was to say that was the reason just, why? And they could have just told her that to save face. <clears throat> yeah, that could have been just a, yeah, get her, get, it, get her out of my face. Like, yeah, we're doing this for diversity. Maybe they and think Maria Taylor is better at hosting than you. Did you guys hear Jalen Rose's daughter come out and do her a little bit? Not what she said. I don't want to get too clip happy, but it's a bit of a summary. But she came out and basically like flamed her, like, dog, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you nut ass bitch. Mm. Um, and more. And, and it's strange because we Rachel. The NBA final. Yeah. Rachel Everybody Rachel. likes Rachel. Like, that's. Kind of left. It was. It was. It was definitely weird. Nah, because let's quickly talk well, here's about Jalen Rose's daughter. Maria Taylor knows what a generational talent she is in the broadcasting world, so I don't even gotta go there and hype her up. Let's talk about the fact that she actually played basketball. And if you wanna go there, let's go there. Let's talk about how you're related to Diane Sawyer, arguably the queen of ABC. Nah, nah, nah. You got your job as one of the faces of ESPN because you're so entertaining and talented and so good at it, right? You are a woman in the sports world and you sat there and you laughed about the Me Too movement, about your fellow women complaining about being sexually assaulted at work. You think that's funny? What really got me is you're tired of the Black Lives Matter movement. 
because you weren't tired about posting about it or making your stupid little storybook monologues about it. Maybe instead of crying and calling Maria a diversity token, you can direct that energy to the people who think there can only be one woman on that stage. And if we're being real, Rachel Nichols is a subpar reporter. Subpar, boring, not great. I'm sorry your white privilege didn't work this time. Maybe next time. Uh, don't agree with her on the subpar. I think Rachel Nichols is really good at her job. Yeah. But she makes some fair points. And I, I like to hear from the, the woman perspective of it, not just uh, the guys that are standing up for. Yeah, I could see if, I could see if Maria Taylor wasn't good. But I mean, if you watched what she did, it's not, it, we didn't miss anything with it being her instead of Rachel, honestly. Dude, I mean, she's in the middle of a contract dispute. If anything, they'd have every incentive to not put her on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, weird, weird. It was weird. Definitely came from left field. And I mean, it does suck that it was a leaked secret conversation and nobody wants that to happen, especially at work. You might say some shit that is for you know, who yeah. you're talking to. So that always sucks. But I mean, now that the truth is out, it's like, Damn. Locker room talk. So yeah. do we uh, we say that's who she is now? We've changed our perception and that's how we define her? No. I mean, you would you would want to say no, but you do know how she feels. Like Now it's like, all right, so do you feel like the people on the set with you deserve their job or are they there just because of diversity? Dude, I think yeah. women are way tougher on women than they are guys in the corporate world because i do think they have that like idea that there's only like there can only be so many women in power which is wild and that would have been like yeah there's, there's limited there. spots and only one of us can be here and she would have been right up there with her though that was yeah. the craziest part about it is she would have been on there with her and she literally declined like you're saying you could get in the doris burke role that everybody fucking loves doris Bark. Like, what the there, fuck yeah. like what are we talking about dog that might be the more popular role than the actual hosting of. Doris Burke is now calling games. What would yeah, you rather be? The, yeah. the host of the pregame show or call the actual game? Yeah, yeah that's, that whole shit was weird. Yeah, I remember when they were saying, like, we can't have Hillary Clinton be president because she might be on her period and start a war. <laughs> yeah. One of my buddies said that, and he <laughs> literally has a daughter. And I'm like, bro, so you're saying, like, your daughter can never be. I'm just saying they're more emotional than guy, blah. I'm like, Doc, I'm. No, the the whole argument that that women are more emotional and guys is an interesting one because I like I know some very like erratic dudes that don't have periods. Like just because they have periods, people like motherfuckers act like they lose complete control for fucking like dog. Like it's that shit's just stupid. That's a wild take. No, like I that's I'm not like that's a pretty popular take. But it's wild. Like, yeah, women are, like, super irrational on their periods and shit. Like, like it's like they have, like, fucking split personalities or something. Like, it's like, nah, dog, it's not. Because we never walked in the classroom like, oh, Miss So-and-so must be on her period today. <laughs> Nobody was thinking that shit. Or yeah. was it? <laughs> that would be a wild thought. That's what I'm saying. Like, we wasn't talking like that. Like, covering his face. What you got on the soundboard for that one, bro? <laughs> 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 I got nothing, dog. <laughs> yeah. 
that is nuts that is nuts especially because every war has been started by a man like we've literally done all the wild shit in the world nah, dude, fuck that. Ego, man. <clears throat> yeah that's just ego that's all all ego she feels like she's finally got her foot on the neck and she deserved it and maybe you did maybe you didn't that doesn't mean you have to step on your colleague because you feel crazy yeah i hope that that was made in like a moment of like this isn't how I normally think. Because I was, I, I did like Rachel Nichols. I'm not going to lie. That's what I'm saying. That shit could be a completely heat of the moment she just found out, which doesn't like take away from it. But it also like, we all say shit we shouldn't say here and there. For sure. Yeah. For or sure. say shit we don't mean. And now she at work walking around on eggshells like, damn, I can't even trust someone. So like, mm -hmm. I don't, like, who can I talk to? And now who knows if she even wants to still report. So it's, yeah. That, that whole situation sucks, but what do you guys get into gossip at work? About work? At work? Yes. Yeah. You get into it? My my job, like my job is very like high schoolish. My job's like high schoolish in the way that they don't even announce like when big news happens because they just expect it to spread through gossip. Damn. Like if somebody gets a promotion or transfers departments, like they won't even send an email out. They'll just assume you know. Damn. That's different. Uh, for me, it's yeah, a little very... different. It's not really much gossip going on in my shit. Uh, how about you, Flop? I'm oblivious to it a lot of times. Like there's all I always find out about drama way late, and like I just found out some crazy shit the other day. <laughs> about my work and yeah. i was like damn like blown away and they're like oh this has been happening since before covid I was like, just so out of it i feel like i don't know i prefer to stay out of it because then you can't trust nobody and i hate feeling like i can't trust any of my coworkers. i will say though at previous jobs though gossip was heavy that's when i realized grown people are, are just as much kids as kids are yeah yeah, at my old jobs, the gossip was insane. And I, I used to just be there like, this is what the fuck goes on <laughs> at work. Like, yeah. we really high school and in, in a fucking work at, a, at, at work too. Yeah. 40 hours of high school. Doug, interesting narrative growing up. It's like in TV and what what's it called? It's like, at like women gossip. Grown ass men gossip, dog. Mm -hmm. Grown ass men gossip like some bitches. I didn't say that in like the bitches' way, so that doesn't count. And I went this whole <laughs> fucking pod so far without saying it, dog. It's a Who lot of haters. You yourself. A lot of haters on. It was a lot of haters on Instagram last week. I put a little poll together, and it was ninety five percent of the votes said uh, I would never stop, and one vote said it would only last one episode, dog. There's no faith in me. But anyway. What does oh, it mean that were... I thought about voting but decided not to? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even want to contribute. <laughs> oh, I'm not part I've of this. Dog, 15 minutes. I haven't said it once, dog. <laughs> and that, that wasn't the same context. Well, who are um, you referring to? Exact same context. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dog. What we got going here, dog? <laughs> <laughs> Cop over here, dog. Jesus Christ! But the point is, dudes gossip, dog, a lot. Grown men will hit you with the most gossip 
adults be bored as shit with their own fucking life, dog. They be 45, 48, and, like, their kids don't really talk to them. They're at, like, that teenager phase where they don't really want to mess with them like that. And, like, their wives aren't really, like, they're not hitting it off. They're probably fucking, like, on special occasions now. Like, there's no real excitement, like, outside of work. So they, like, they really thrive in the work environment to where it's, like, every little thing is, like, juicy to them. And they run with it, dog. They I run feel with like it. some people... I'm not just going to say it's just men, but I feel like some people, when they go to work, they'd rather be at work than home. No, oh, 100%. Mm. I feel like they look forward to the drama at work, mm. all that shit. Like, they love that shit. Like, yep. that's what they, they love that shit right there. It's some people used to kill me. It's some people using hard work ethic as a cover because they actually just are using work as an escape from home, dog. You they work hard because they want to be home. You're not staying in the office till 7.30 every night because you love your job and you want to go crazy. Nah, dog, you, you don't want to see your wife and kids, dog. So let's be real with yourself. you that miserable. Go find a new family. <laughs> that shit I, is crazy, bro. Like, that, that, fuck that shit, bro. How often do y'all talk about work at home? Never. I got nobody to talk to. <laughs> You okay, dog? (laughs) You good? Yo, y'all, insane. (laughs) How do y'all feel about work wives and work husbands? I love them. You love them? Work husbands, you love them? Bro, I'm so sick of you making little gay jokes on here, bro. She's like, I, I I gave up the B word. You got to stop making gay jokes, bro. It's, it's 2021, <laughs> it dog. This was always throwing little gay shade on here, dog. You got to leave that, leave that in the past, bro. I didn't say anything gay. Bro, I said, you said, what, how you feel about work husbands, work wives? I love them. And then you try to clarify, oh, you love work husbands. What you getting at with that, fuck? Where are you trying to go with that, bro? Where are you trying to go with that? Let I just us wasn't know. sure what pronoun you like what? Are you okay, bro? All right, like, you good? <laughs> He's not progressive, dog. This is all cat. It might be Trump, man. It might be. <laughs> He's the Trumper, dog. <laughs> try, to, try to shame us earlier, dog. He's the Trumper, dog. My just egg tastes like eggs. I dumped out the just egg and cracked some egg in there. <laughs> 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 I ain't progressive at all. <laughs> Poor M. She thinks she's been vegan for five years. Fox been smuggling real meat. In the- yeah, no way any any sane human being. That would be that be a that be a wild double life, dog. Wild double life, dog. Wake up in the morning and fill it with real eggs. That would be fucked up, dog. Nah. No, the um the work wife work husband relationship at work is always fun and interesting. Is it so you? Is it fun and interesting single or is it? Fun oh, I'm saying like I'm speaking from my perspective. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun because you know I'm a flirty motherfucker and shit, but to see that shit like on the other end, like how people's spouses are, is kind of crazy for me. Shit is not right, man. Yeah. That shit's kind of crazy. Not right. I'm like, damn, you've been, 
you've been married to Paul for 35 years. All so you got to stop calling me handsome and shit as well. Like, like that's, that's enough. Like, well, I don't even know, man. <laughs> you meet him at the holiday party. You're like, damn, yeah, she's been acting crazy with Tom at the office. <laughs> Tom over there chopping it up with him. Like, damn. You be thinking Tom fucking her the whole time she married. <laughs> whole time, bro. Because that's cheating, kind of, ain't it? I think it is. Don't have no work husband. Bro, to the extent. The extent, like how some of them be acting and some of my office experiences, I, w- I would consider some of that cheating. For sure, man. I would consider some of that cheating. learned when we start working, man, that shit, man, life interesting. Shit fucked up, because they, I mean, you going through it at home, your work husband treating you right, work mm-hmm. husband buying you lunch. How you feel about, <laughs> how you feel about another man buying your wife lunch at work? If you need money, ask me, dog. Flop. Same. If I went to Emily's <laughs> job and she had a work husband, I would be so hot. Oh my gosh. He'd buy her salad work. Hot like he'd be like salad. steamy, like <laughs> what are you saying, bro? Like he worked up. <laughs> Damn. Scratch Armstrong over there. Oh, yeah, that's cheating. Don't don't have no work work husband work wife. Oh, uh, especially because there's a lot of relationships that blossom from the corporate world. So, like, it, it's not out of this realm to think that, like, it starts out as a work husband, work wife, and both of you are in un- unhappy relationships, and then it looks, grass is greener on the other side, and then you leave your, that shit happens. Yeah, because I've had past jobs where the owner was fucking one of my coworkers. Like, that's, that's nut shit. Yeah. Yep. And sometimes you really might find yourself around them more than you find yourself around significant up. Yeah. And it's not like it's... It's, it's job stress when you're at work. It's not like real life stress. You feel me? So you like that shit you guys are bonding over isn't that serious. This is some shit you just frustrated with at a job. Like, it's not that deep. So it's a, a little bit of escape. And if you need an escape, dog, is Yeah, work, work husbands, work wives, that shit cheating. What's crossing the line? Sure. I mean, y'all both just said getting lunch. So we said buying lunch. It's going to lunch, crossing line. If you if they buying, I'm pretty sure they going. Well, they maybe they're not buying. Maybe you're splitting the check. Is it like if it's a one time thing? All right, hold up. You 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 woman riding passenger with this. Oh, man. they're riding together. Now that's different. yeah. She riding passenger. <clears throat> Let's say two Al Green times out of the week, every week. Two times out of the week, they go to fucking. Oh. Is that the... <laughs> that's too she's much? Gotta drive. <laughs> right, right, right. Just no, the point of your queen riding passenger with this man is just crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. I would be, I would be sick. Yeah, please don't. May or may not have pulled up to the job before, so. Oh shit. That's that's a whole different off pod story. That's actually really interesting. It, it would be a great pod story if she would come on here and tell it. But what was that? Huh? Well, said, got M's got some really interesting uh, work. I don't even know what to call it. Just do with the whole. Yeah, I don't even know how to say it. Telling <laughs> her story. Dudes act nuts at work. You know that's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Hundred percent. Yeah, I can relate, Flop. I would say, like back in the day, 
Yeah, girls is crazy too, though. No, that's a fact. Yeah, that's true. Girls is crazy. Not to like bring the women into it. No it's always their guys. fault. They is girls be giving, trying to give the pussy up, and they be married, and they don't care. And some people don't care back. Like a guy like me, I'm I wouldn't strike a married John. John, I hit the cricket sound on deal right there. Ah, why well, I need a cricket? You ain't followed it up. <laughs> what you say? Like, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. I, I couldn't. I married. Are you crossing the line? Crossing I feel like. I feel like it's wild, especially at my work, because of the the type of work we do. For you to still be acting like that, like we, I feel like we should be a little more mature. We're in here talking about relationships and handling your emotions correctly, and you're like cheating with somebody you're at work with. That's and even and just we- observing it, like you said, it is crazy to see because you like, especially like if you go to some a party or something, a work party, and then you see them with a significant other, you like, damn. You don't even know what the fuck they be doing. Mm. I used to knock coworkers down back in the day, dog. Would y'all ever snitch if uh, in that that scenario? If like old married people business. Yeah. I wouldn't never snitch on nobody on nothing. And then no married people. Y'all not about to uh, have a whole divorce because of me. That whole camera, because yeah, then you're not coming over here with me. Now you expecting me to 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 step in and shit just because I talk nah. The fuck? You ever see that Cameron interview? It wouldn't matter if I live next to fucking yeah, a serial killer. I'm not telling, dog. No sir. There's some things to kill you. I'm a move. I'm a move, dog. The fuck you mean? I wouldn't. I wouldn't intentionally ever fuck a married lady, though. How do you unintentionally have sex with somebody? They might not. You might not know they're married. Oh. And you find out later. I wouldn't even intentionally knock a John off that has a boyfriend. But sometimes they'd be telling you they on breaks or they just broke up, and then you re- like you realize you like that uh, that wasn't really the case. Mm. And then it's like, oh shit. Oh shit. So I mean, what are you gonna do about it now? It's like, all right, well, obviously you just wanted to strike, and you feel a little used. Oh, that's fucked up. Crazy world we live in, man. Crazy See, world. world we live in. What else we yeah, got? Yeah, 100%. I mean, we can hop off this shit. Unless you guys want to wrap up with uh, Shakari. Yeah, let's do that. Shakari got banned from the Olympics, did a, a one-month ban, suspension, and then they left her off the relay team? Is that what I got out of that? Yeah, they left her off the 4x4. Four four. Yeah. Why? Hmm? Why'd they leave her off? I mean obviously they don't have to give a reason but we all know the reason it's probably just because she uh tested positive and i mean is that her <laughs> race uh like i don't know how track works like image thing i don't yeah, know i don't know how the race i don't know how track works though bro so i'm saying like there's like isn't it like certain races that they have like yeah i think like you a, usually have one that you're really good at and then you yeah. have others that you compete in because you can help but if she's the fastest, John, like, wouldn't she just by default be on the four by four, John? You would have thought that was the assumption was they would have picked her for the four by four. But uh, I think, I mean, I think, I think it's just because the U.S. doesn't want to look like, oh, we empowering 
her breaking the rule or whatever. It's me. I want the fastest because I want to win. But I mean, if, if if that's the rule and they want to live by it, they don't want to set whatever exam. They want to set an example like now nah, we're going to play by the Olympic rules. So be it. But I mean, it is whack that marijuana is still looked at as mm-hmm. as what it is. But it's crazy because in Tokyo, I mean, you get caught with a gram of weed. It's mandatory 10 years. I saw, uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was a felony still over there. Crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying earlier. I saw, that's fucking nuts. I saw um, a lot of people on Twitter and what's it called saying the treatment of her is racist. Uh, What do you guys think about this? I would ask them what what was the racist part of the treatment if that's the rule. You're not going to get mad at your job if they say you can't smoke weed and then you take a test and you fail it, what you gonna say, all this racist? And I respect Shikari because she owned it. I knew the rules and yeah. I still did what I did. She she ain't make no excuses for her actions and I respect that. She didn't yeah. make one excuse. She owned up to her shit. I did it, it's my fault. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll be back in four years and still be all y'all. Yeah, I didn't feel like it was racist because the not too long ago, I think it was a marathon runner got banned for an illegal substance um, that she consumed when eating at a food truck in a foreign country and they like proved it and they still banned her right even though this came from a food truck it wasn't enough to make any difference like it wasn't from actual substances they still banned her and i feel like they're just even though the rules outdated it's a bad Mm -hmm. rule like sure but that was the rule at the time you do what you did i mean it, it really sucks but I don't know if it's racist. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far as to call it racist. Definitely sucks. Do you guys remember the whole Michael Phelps scandal <laughs> with the weed? And they made him seem like he was the worst person ever. Bro, he got caught with a picture of a bong. He didn't even test dirty. Like they didn't even catch him with weed. He literally had a picture of a bong, and they acted like that fucking guy killed a baby. I mean, he lost endorsements and everything. That shit was yeah, crazy. Bro. He was young. suspended for like fucking six months. Like they acted like he was fucking out of here. Like it was, it was nuts. And it was literally just a picture of him getting fried. Like that, he didn't even get caught. I would have said that shit was tobacco in there if I was him, dog. Yeah, Y'all know how they flip that. Then they made him do all like that rebranding. Remember, he like disappeared for some years. Came back. Bro, they acted like he was a. Yeah, they acted like he was a J, dog. Even though those swimmers, when they're overseas, they do or in other countries, they act wild. Like that whole thing that happened a couple not too long ago. But the Ryan Block guy, he was a fucking loser. That was a guy that should have got banned. That motherfucker forged a whole robbery and shit. He was drunk, a little dumb. Oh yeah, that was wild. White B word. Yeah, that shit was silly. Shit, man. Well, Facebook. All right. Facebook has been real. Some races have loyalty, but like with white people, there's no like white guy loyalty in fights. Yeah, there is. What that mean? I feel like for the most part, if a white guy sees another white guy getting jumped during a fight, like he's not going to jump in and say, I'm a fight for him. If you see another race jumping a white guy or if a white guy is fighting another white guy. 
I, for me, I'd go with both. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, I'm not jumping in at all. But I feel like in other races, if someone's getting jumped by other people or, or people from a different race, they're going to jump in and, like, help. I can't speak for the whites. I will say. I got nothing for that. Yeah, I do think black people would, like, at least say something. I don't know if every black person, I'm not going to put it on every black person sure. and try some shit. But I do feel like black people are like, yo, what the fuck? Like, if you see a black person getting, you see a black person getting jumped by some black people, you probably like, mm, mm-hmm. what the fuck he did? But uh, <laughs> if you see black person getting jumped by another race, you definitely going to at <laughs> least. must have been <laughs> Yeah. You at least going to say something. You see black person getting jumped by another race. If not, you going to run over there and be like, I, I, I could see that. I don't know about the same race shit, though. Because I, I feel like as a, as a white guy, if I see another white guy getting jumped, I'm like, yeah, fuck that white guy. <laughs> like, I'm not getting involved in that. I kind of mean it as a joke, not super serious, but like, I just think it's funny how there's a little bit of a difference there. We don't really have a racial bond. We have like a territory bond. Mm. Yeah, no, no racial bond for me. There's no racial bond over like, I'm white, you're white. We're in this together. I yeah. do not feel that at all. I probably got like the opposite of that, honestly. Same. <laughs> yeah, I feel like like I see a white guy getting jumped. I'm probably like, oh, he had that one coming. <laughs> yeah. He did something. <laughs> he must have said some wild shit, dog. <laughs> he I was probably on some racist shit. It just ain't enough of us, so it's kind of like, yeah, we gotta help our brother out. We got, we got at least at least stop this shit. But you don't really want to get involved in too many jumping situations either, because you never know what they're about. You never know what a a, a, a jumping is about. Because this dude could have raped a bitch. Could have been mean, anything. Said the most heinous shit. We ain't start the we ain't start the second <laughs> half yet. I don't count. Oh, we record. I don't, I don't count. I don't count. Oh man. Yeah, I don't got no race loyalty. Is there's in my house? There's the window, um, into the bathroom is like right in the front, and you can like really see in it. So sometimes I'm like taking a piss and the neighbor pulls in and she hops out of the car and we like she like definitely we make eye contact that's wild sometimes i'm just like what to do baby <laughs> just like, i'm not gonna rush to pull the blind a little down. head nod and shit. yeah well, so you think the neighbor saw your dick i think so what the times. fuck that's an a, older that's an older lady no. the regular john yeah i say you want some thrill seeking shit yeah, I told you. How'd that make you feel? Like you was like, yeah, you see, see the vibes. She couldn't see it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Blinds open in the bathroom. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> Sometimes you don't want to pull them down. <laughs> I think she couldn't see it anyway, huh? <laughs> she didn't have her binoculars. <laughs> John, I told you, dog. Your white people love a good little dick joke. <laughs> <laughs> we, love, we love some dick humor, dog. <laughs> it is one of my favorites. I can't lie. We, I was talking to some friends about how they should change like your short size to like or pants size to where instead of a like waist. And inseam, it's like waist inseam and dick size. Mm, that would be so crazy. Could be like 34, 
36 2. <laughs> 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 your, your crotch joint just go in. <laughs> it's an inverted. That was Imagine crazy. checking out at the counter. <laughs> you got like a point five. <laughs> That would be crazy. <laughs> Grab the eight. I like, I like to keep it snug. <laughs> Motherfuckers be walking around baggy and shit. <laughs> oh, good old dick jokes, man. Oh, got a lot of them shits. Fuck, that's funny. <laughs> 34, 26, dude. So my card for today is, uh, what would be your your pants size in this? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, that's funny as shit, dog. That's funny as shit. Fucking, uh, uh, you got another therapy question? Oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, Outside the cards? Yeah, it's honestly, it's like a couple paragraphs that I'd have to read. We go with that? Let's go for it. Like kind of sets the stage. So this is from one of my uh, really all-time favorite people. Her name's Esther Perel. Anybody that needs any type of, uh, wants some deeper insight to figure out some things about themselves, look her up. She's amazing. So this says, uh, stories shape our reality. They help us make sense of our past, what we've been doing or what we've been through, who we were then, who we are now, and who we would like to be going forward. We tell stories to introduce ourselves to new people. We tell stories to explain our behavior, even to people who've known us for a long time. Our stories help us relate to others who have similar life experiences, and they help us connect with people who are vastly different from us. We cherish these narratives, sometimes too much. We all have our go-to stories, but have you ever wondered what role they play in your life? How might the internal logic of these stories shape your new experiences? We use our stories as reminders, as protection and prevention. Our core stories, such as I can't depend on anybody but myself, were once adaptive storylines. They banished our helplessness and made us able and strong. But while they fit the past, they don't necessarily fit the present, and they may be blocking the future. Holding on to them with tenacity can make us so hypervigilant that we see the past everywhere. What we insist on persists. If it can stop us from seeing and trying new things, and yes, writing new stories. If a date shows up late and we have a history of being left waiting or feeling invisible, we might race immediately to the foregone conclusion of our go-to story, that either they are selfish or that we are unworthy, or both. When we hold on to the deep beliefs about who we are or how we think others view us, it can prevent us from creating new beliefs about who we can be. A few questions. Has a childhood of neglect made you question whether you are worthy of attention? Have one too many bad dates made you give up on dating altogether? Do you often find yourself explaining why you are the way that you are to someone who interprets your story as an excuse? Have you ever caught yourself making unfair assumptions about somebody else? Where do, you, where do your expectations of yourself and others come from? Are they too high, too low? If you answered yes to any of these, it's time to ask, 
what if you're actually trapped in your own story? It doesn't mean that it didn't happen the way you think it did or that your story doesn't matter. It may be all true, but how does your story serve you? Like, 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 five questions in there. Yeah, well, it of, was like fucking twenty-five questions in there, dog. Yeah, there was five or six. We don't have to answer them all, but I think the ultimate question is like, what's your story about yourself, and do you have any stories that are limiting, and used to be true, but are no longer true, and you, now you live according to that, um, but it's trapping you. Hmm. so like one one for me is the quiet thing like i was gonna say you got to do an example pe people um have always said that i'm shy or quiet or mad or something like that um or don't have good reactions and i think for a long time i really lived according to that story like yeah that's me that's who i am and it was almost like they created it for me when that's not really what i was doing um and and it kind of made me believe that I can't be different um, or that I need to change my reaction when I don't. Because sometimes being quiet is just fine, but other times I do want to say more, but I've been convinced by others and myself that that's who I am. And so therefore that's what I do um, when I am in a scenario where I need to be reacting or have more of a response. I feel like there's lots, probably lots of stories. Like even the one I've talked about my dad, or I talked about my dad so much at the beginning, like just being mad at my dad and having these things that he did that were hurtful um, and how they impacted me. Like I kept talking about it. And in our podcast, I was like, damn, I'm talking about this a lot. Like I'm almost reinforcing it each time I say it. So I kind of try to move on from that to have a different story about how I've been affected. I can relate to uh, you saying the quiet one. And like I said, uh, last podcast or a couple podcasts ago, like when we talk, when I talk about this type of shit, I, I definitely, like when I was saying like how I am at work, like I make it more of an effort to engage in a convo with somebody at work now. Like I'm like, all right, maybe, maybe I do should just give them some conversation and shit. So I've definitely talked more and shit just to let people know like yeah you could talk to me though like it's okay shit i might not give you that long-winded answer you want and shit but uh I, I'll, I'll engage in some small talk here and there now because like you said the quiet narrative i'm uh i can talk like i i'm not quiet once you get to know me and shit but if i don't know you i am quiet and like you said, I do feel like like even even parents like, oh, he's just shy. He don't really da 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 or friends, oh, he don't he don't really talk like that. But damn, maybe I wanted to talk to this person though, but now I'm the friend that don't talk and shit. Shit like that. Okay. That last one, because I can relate to that. Can you can you say mm -hmm. more about that? Like when you wanted to talk to somebody, but then your label as a shy person, it's like, you know, because uh, like, fuck it, I'll back I mean, off. It might be some like I might go to watch a fight or something and somebody may want to talk. Oh, you don't even talk like that. Like, like leave or, or like, you know, how people be like, oh, leave him alone. He don't want to talk to you. Like that, mm -hmm. that type of shit. So yeah, I, I could definitely relate to the, the, uh, but it, 
is it frustrating to you when people do that to you? It wasn't until maybe the past year or so, mm. because I realized that I was kind of owning the story too. Then I would tell myself, oh, I'm the quiet one, mm-hmm. or I don't have much of a reaction. Or like, because I feel like it's kind of the same thing with when I've shared about being anxious mm. and social situations on the pod. Like I almost have this story that I tell myself, oh, I'm anxious in social situations. And so I become anxious even when I'm not, because that's what I think I do. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I'm anxious. Or I don't really feel pressure to talk either. But if I do want to talk, I will talk. So like, let me be the one that don't want to talk to somebody or will talk to somebody. When, when other people say you are not bothered by anything, mm-hmm. have, has, has any story created there by like, uh, I'm not really bothered by shit though, which is kind of, it sounds weird, but like, unless it affects me personally and shit, it's not really. Uh, yeah, I don't even know how to put it in words because I'm not really bothered by shit. I don't know where it obviously comes from somewhere. I would have to go probably go to ther- uh, therapy to find out where it come from, but. I mean, I feel like I know where it come from, but yeah, I'm not really bothered by too much because I, at the end of the day, like I be saying, I know this shit, shit ain't going to stop whether I'm bothered by it or not. So why be bothered by it? True, true. You got a story, Dill? <clears throat> I, I don't know if I understand the question. Uh, it, the like, question? So is it like the narrative about you? how it doesn't fit anymore yeah like specifically uh a story that we tell ourselves about ourselves or about how life treats us or about how we handle situations and what has happened to us and why Mm. like that one that says our uh, our core stories could be i can't depend on anybody but myself i'm like opposite of you guys you guys are both shy or not shy anymore or whatnot. I've always been more like expected to be outgoing and like always around and whatnot. Um, so like now in later years, it kind of like if I'm not in the mood to be like the center of attention or like geeked up or whatnot, I'll just fully isolate. But that doesn't necessarily mean I want to be isolated either. It just means I don't want to be like I don't want to be the one that has to crack jokes or like do this. And then I don't want to look weird if I'm around a bunch of people and then I'm not like being like on go funny and shit. I think it's just a bunch of different reasons. Like it doesn't apply. Like the shit you happen when it's like when you're younger doesn't really apply when you're older either. Like it's like I used to really thrive for attention, but that's more so just because my mom had to work a lot when we were younger and my brother got in mad trouble when we were kids, so she had to throw a lot of attention on him. So I'd like I'd go to school and be like the class clown and get mad attention that way. So if I was at my stepdad's house, it was always kind of like, well, Big Dill's nice at sports, Kyle's nice at sports, Caitlin's the girl, and like this is their house, so like I need to like stick out my own way and do this when all the friends come over and what's it called? And then like as you get an adult, you're like, all right, now this is what's kind of expected of you, and you're like. But in reality, like, is that's what expected of me? Or is it just what I think people expect of me? 
like it like I, i'm thinking just because like when i go out and like i'm not super talking to my friends are like yeah you good and i'm like yeah i'm straight i'm thinking like now i'm coming off as weird but it could just be as simple as like all right yeah i'm cool i'm just chilling today when you hear them ask you if you're straight you start to question am i being weird yeah like am i being odd because it's not the norm to them but then it's like also like why am i like almost 30 still like building up this narrative that like i'm a fucking bundle of joy all the time i'm not it's just mm. what it is do you last uh episode i was gonna say sessions i'm so used to saying that you were talking about which is some pretty deep shit honestly bro when you were saying how the the whole burden thing right like i was thinking about that after i was like man that was which that burden? Was what'd you say what was that when you were talking about how you felt like you don't want to put that burden on other people to oh yeah that was deep shit bro i yeah i'm trying to open up more dog it's in my lighter life like it's yeah 100 percent, bro yeah it, but is, go ahead, continue is that a story that you tell yourself about you and and your life like there's a that there's a lot to it and it's too much for people yeah yeah for sure bro i think uh I probably exaggerate the the negatives over the positives when I think a lot of people come in contact with me are like, man, fuck it, we'll take the bad, uh, bad with the good. And I think I'm being like proactive or protective of them by like guarding them of what the bad is. And that might not be the case, you know? So it's, uh, it's interesting. I was thinking earlier this week, I'm like, dog, it, what drives me in life also holds me back in a lot of different ways to where it's like, yeah, I'm super, like super scared of missing out on experiences and living life to the fullest and blah, blah. But I only apply that to certain aspects in life either. Cause I play it super safe in other aspects of life as well. So it's, it's interesting. I have like a, story that shows up in our group that has showed up in our group text like i my mind will take will take uh when we're when we're chatting and like i'm a th this could be too much for the pod as, as a lot of it's me and bill and then i'll my mind will say oh shit well am i not including john or like am i and this, these are like momentary thoughts that come up and it's that whole anxious thing about approval, right? Like I convince myself that maybe I'm worried about, I don't know. I don't even know how to say it really. No, nah, don't mind me. Cause on, only half the time I just be at work and I just be like, I can't really, I can't keep up like group chats during, <laughs> during the day, catch me after like four or five when I'm not at work, but when I'm driving this shit, I can't keep, it's like impossible to keep up with that shit. I, I totally believe you. I'm just saying that's where my mind goes. Like that's how the anxiousness shows up that I've talked about with uh, approval. Like, you know how we've talked about how I do like approval seeking type things. Mm. And, like it'll show up in moments like that. Like, damn, these. I make it about me. And that's pretty selfish, right? To like make that somebody else's not responding is about me like wow this world really is is it all about me <laughs> like come nah. on jake get your shit together which is interesting because it's like yeah like it's selfish but it's not selfish in the mind either though like it's like kind of like selfless i feel like i'm being selfless but i'm not you know is that yeah. what you're saying 
yeah yeah exactly like you're kind of like yeah like i'm worried if i'm not including him him on this and is it just a solo conversation and then like but it's like yeah it's motherfuckers not even worried about it yeah and as i've got to know john i was like that's what i remind myself like okay he said this a million times like he's just not whatever and i have to like kind of work through that sometimes it's just crazy how this my old story shows up time after time even though i try to convince myself dude just fucking drop it yeah just like just like the uh last time uh what was the last we was looking for a title and shit and i'm like i think for good what i was doing i might have been organizing or some shit but i was I was doing that and then like once the moment y'all was like damn john y'all like you ain't got no fucking <laughs> no fucking job and i'm like uh something about f- filling a bill and then y'all, y'all came up with the shit, but it was, it's just like shit like that. Like if I would have been doing that the whole time, I would have been behind that. It, but it had nothing to do with like not wanting to be involved. It was just like, I was just doing shit. I think it's very interesting. Like as, as we get older, I always feel like it's our generation, but I don't know if it's our generation, but as we get older, you start to realize what's like shaped your personality and like why you are how you are. But just because you can acknowledge, like, why you are how you are doesn't necessarily, like, make it easy to change that either. I, I agree with that so much. And that's why I've really, my thoughts on therapy have changed a lot over the past, like, seven years. But I think a lot of therapy is about understanding, but that doesn't mean healing. Yeah, 100%. And I've had to change my approach in therapy so much. Like, I only spend a few sessions now understanding because it's you can understand all you want like i know john ain't like not responding because he hates me like he's not responding because that's john but my mind says oh he just fucking hates you (laughs) it's like that doesn't make any sense he's just not feeling my vibes today (laughs) it's like in reality it's like this motherfucker says he barely touches his phone at work i've got to call him seven fucking times to answer um yeah but that shit's interesting dog i love the, the the deep dive and the insights of like you know, like oh that's why i act like how i act but yeah like acknowledging is just one thing like it's a whole nother thing to tackle it i definitely wonder like how would what a therapy session would do for me because like i said other podcasts hearing myself talk about certain shit i just be like damn i ain't, i wouldn't even have thought of that if we didn't have a conversation about it or even a conversation with a friend you just be like damn i wouldn't even have thought about it if you ain't asked that and it, i mean I don't know if it necessarily makes you change your ways or actions, but it definitely makes you think more when you verbalize shit. So I don't know. With therapy with me, the more I've done this, the more I've like, damn, I wonder what it would be like. Yeah. I always think like being self-aware is like cool, but then I also think like just being self-aware and just acknowledging it, just like a self-pat on the back. Like, all right, yeah, well, I know this is happening. And this is why so-and-so, like, it doesn't really mean shit unless you address it. Right. I, I tend to think it's like step one, you know, at least you've recognized it and now you have the opportunity to change. If, if you haven't recognized it, you can't change. And what I've found in therapy is that people can change things if they don't have a somatic response to it. And basically somatic just means, I shouldn't say that, it means like physical response. So if it's not like, if you don't feel it in your body, if it really is intellectual, you can change it by just thinking different. 
Um, but if you feel it physically, like Dill, I know you've shared about anxiety and I, and I have too, like at the, you said going into the bar, like you feel that shit in your body. You can't mm-hmm. think through that shit, right? That's just, it takes control of your whole body. And that's the healing that takes a lot longer when it's physical like that. Now, when you start to get the panic attack and your whole body gets goosebumps and you're like, yeah, what the, f- <laughs> what's happening right now? Yeah, I'm wilding. But then you know it's like enough about yourself to be like, I'm just freaking out, dog. Like it's just anxiety, but it's like, it's still, you still feel it. Like it's like, that's why I, all my friends, shit, John seen me a bunch of times now. Like I'd be at the fucking bar or at a table. We'll be out and I'd be like, yeah, I got to go fucking take 10, dog. I'll be back. I already know this about it. Yeah, I'm to take, take 10, walk down the block and get on the phone or something back but that's that's like an easy thing for somebody you know for years that's like a whole different conversation for somebody you just met or somebody you just started fucking with like a john you like it's mad hard to come out and be like yeah i think i'm about to have a panic attack and i like walk out of this restaurant for 15 i think at our age though like it would be easy like to get that out off rip like yo sometimes i'm like thinking something i, I need 15 how are you i, I feel like people are more understanding at our age like i remember <laughs> i remember i was talking with this one john we was talking for a couple weeks and then she posts like a meme on insta or something like that and it was like fucking this generation the generation before was all about grinding and building family this generation all these motherfuckers want to talk about is how they depressed and shit <laughs> I was fucking with her for like three weeks, bro. I saw that shit. I'm like, well, can't never talk to her about that shit. Damn. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. She's like, what's that one off the table? I'm like, nah, because we didn't even talk about it, bro. Like, if you meet me and meet me as a regular, like, you would never think that. So it's like, I was like, oh, well, that's off the table. It's going to be pretty surface level. That's fucked up. Yeah, it should hurt. But that's kind of like, that's the little phobia you have about shit. Like, yeah, like, it's like, ah, uh, all right, well, they like the idea of me. They like fucking, like, the good that comes, like, the personality, the job, friends, entertainment and shit. But it's like, all right, if I really deep dive into this shit, am I, am I, like, as appealing as I think I am? Or am I as not appealing as I think I am? That story, what what is, like, the, that story is trying to be beneficial, Right. Like it's trying to protect you by saying, let me let me think this about me so I don't expose myself or get hurt or like embarrass myself. What that's what I just said. Yeah. Now, that was just an example of like a, a funny John I went through because I'm pretty open about that shit now. So it's just interesting to see like. Just, it was just kind of like a reality check of like, all right, well, if that's where the head's at, like, we're not going to get pretty deep with this. It's not going to go that far along. Because if that's your mindset on that type of shit, like, I respect it. More power to you. But, like, that's – you're going to hear me play some little peep every once in a while, uh, lady. <laughs> Should we go to a card? Is it card time? Yeah, we're at 9 right. o'clock. 9 o'clock. Oh, before I forget uh, – Rest in peace to my buddy Donald. I just found out he passed yesterday. Oh, uh, was uh, Rennie's little cousin. He used to spend the summers in my dad's neighborhood. Uh, really cool guy. Nice kid. Sounded like he was getting his life life together in the recent recent years. So, rest in peace to him and shout out to Rennie and the fam. And on to Flocka's therapy game. Wait. Hey.
And this week we're diving into Flocka's therapy cards, brought to you by the oh. Bodega. <laughs> How long you been waiting to play that? All episode, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i ain't mad at it though (laughs) self relationships anxiety work and sex pick a random let's do it you know where i'm going random sex card what would you uh, what would you want to tell the adolescent you about sex Uh, it's not a fucking notch on the belt, dog. You don't got to knock them all down. It's not not impressive. You're not impressing anybody but yourself, you fucking loser. How would the adolescent you respond to that? Shut your bitch ass up. I'm out here getting getting my bird wet. <laughs> you ain't getting no bitches, pussy. <laughs> that, that would probably be my response. <laughs> you ain't knocking them down enough then? <laughs> yeah that's three that's three that's four nah because i said bitch ass before nah but i said shut your bitch ass up that's not the same not the same not the same uh what would i tell my adolescent self uh shit fucking wrap it up bro wrap it up man Wrap it up. And make sure you splurge and buy the good condoms. Don't try and pull those Durex shits out. Yeah, just just wrap it up, man. T- tell that to every young kid, though. Wrap it up, man. I think I did a good job at it, but I would reiterate that. Mm-hmm. Because if I could do it again, who knows what I would have did a, a second go around. Or at least don't be a flock and fucking shoot up the club. Yeah, shooting up first time. First time is crazy. At least pull out. Shout out to you, man. That's that <laughs> or, takes courage. Or don't pull out, because that could be bad too. That man said he, he did not. And yeah, we're gonna go to flock. What you telling yourself, man? Don't pull out, but like put your hand right there or something. Aim. Put a backboard up. <laughs> Bank shot. It would have banked off it though. <laughs> Uh, same beard, no. Um, <laughs> you're fucking sick, dog. I am sick. I don't know what I would tell the adolescent me. Probably like go for it more. Like, feel that. like, uh, list like, don't be so oblivious to the signals of a yes. Like, don't assume things are a no when they're not. When you have, I mean. <laughs> He listen to the no. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, but like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. That that'd probably be my advice. Like, have a little more confidence. I respect that. Take John's advice to heed. Not fucking. Uh, no, John's out of your league. Hey, none. You're not man. You're and not, not. you don't know, and you don't know until you try. Worst they can say is no. I guarantee you I didn't know I could get the Johns I got until I started getting them, dog. Worst they can say is no. But when they say no, listen. Yeah, that's, that's no. key. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I was, I was early on, I was afraid of the no. Really didn't want the no to happen. <clears throat> 
sales, man. Go for the no. Um, work, anxiety, relationships, and self. Let's go work. Okay. Who makes you envious? What might the envy tell you about your own aspirations? Hmm. Uh, my coworkers who are, I feel like, get really good reviews and uh, seem to uh, be able to speak highly about themselves during our staff meetings and uh, can talk about doing some pretty amazing work and helping people heal. I feel like that tells me good things. Like I, I want to get better, um, but I don't feel like I'm at where they are. Um, yeah, I feel like it's maybe a mix, like that I want to be better, but maybe I'm doubting myself. I did have somebody one time at a conference, like of like 200 people stand up and say I saved their life, which is pretty cool. That is dope. Um, did you give him like CPR? <laughs> Where's that soundboard, man? You got to be quicker. Couldn't, couldn't have been therapy, right? <laughs> me, I would have to say, I would, me, I would go the, uh, the creators that started young in their teenage years because i feel like i started taking the creative shit serious later like when i was like felt like i had the money to do it not necessarily knowing you don't need money to do these type of things everything that's creative so i would say like people that started creating whether it would be music or clothes or a blog whatever it is just creating young like damn could have could have been doing this type of shit you know Shit like that. So is there some regret there, like that you didn't start earlier? Uh, it's not regret because I, I I started doing it once I was like, once I got the uh, because I felt like I needed, I needed this, I needed that, I needed the MPC, I needed a fucking, I needed whatever to make beats instead of when I'm 22 and I can just go buy my own shit. I could have just illegally downloaded Fruity Loops back then, you know, shit like that. Wish I would have started earlier now, you know, waited. Bill? I don't really envy anyone. Okay. There's nobody in the entire, uh, I know what you work for. <laughs> Just drawing a blank. What's the name of the company again? iHeartRadio that you envy? No. No, not even Charlemagne. No, that is dope. Charlemagne's cool. Um I guess, yeah. Yeah, more creative. That would have been nice. I wish I would have had kids early, like by accident. Uh not going because I don't want one by accident right now. But like I just figured it out on a whim. Instead of now, like now it's like gotta be so fucking perfect. And it's like so responsible and strategic and it's like you waited this long there's no point in like just knocking a bitch up but I'm, fuck man that's four not gonna john up but uh yeah like the people that had kids like 22 23 and now they're like 10 11 12 
Like that would be nice to be halfway through that shit by now. What do you think that envy tells you? That I wish I had kids young. <laughs> All right. Straightforward one. Um, no, you good. That's yours. Uh, self relationships and anxiety. Self relationships. Uh, I got my glasses on. Really old. Really can't see it. What do you want to say to the person who still looks at you with the eyes of the past and doesn't see all the changes you've made? Yeah, I just had, is this relationships? Yeah. I was just talking to a girl I had dealt with, like, probably, seriously, probably, like, when 18, 19, I knocked her down probably, like, 24, 25 a couple times, but, like, never really dealt with her. And we were having a casual conversation, and I was, like, just talking. Like, I never would have thought, like, anything from it. Um, and she was she was reaching out to me to tell me, like, she sells cars or whatnot. She was reaching out to tell me, like, one of my, somebody mentioned my name, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, so-and-so, he's a nice kid, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, like, way too nice to be your friend. I was, like, taken aback. I'm like, what do you mean? And she was like, I just didn't think, like, nice people were, like, friends with you because you're, like, you're such a dick. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, I I didn't look at myself like a dick even at fucking 19, 20. But then I was, like, started thinking back. And I'm like, yeah, I guess a couple of them experiences with Jones would look at me kind of crazy or, like, think, like, I was a little self-centered or selfish or very, like, uh, uh, dismissive of their feelings. Hmm. so what do you want to say to her i mean you're a fucking goofball if you're judging me off what i was doing when i was 19 and we're almost 30 you fucking nut uh <laughs> why does she grow, think you're a dick grow the fuck up uh because no i was being sarcastic because that was like a dick response <laughs> uh, bro i mean honestly like if like no but I like what it. would you do to make that better nothing absolutely nothing what I mean, to someone, the question though says, someone that looks at you with the eyes of the past, doesn't see all the changes you've made. Yeah, I don't know, man. I guess like I would expect people to like judge me off the present and not the past, but I guess that is harder, like the or easier said than done too. But I'm not looking at people I dealt with when I was like 20, 21, and being like, yeah, like they're dots or like that like dog like we all had to grow the fuck up like everybody had to grow up like everybody needs to be afforded the opportunity to grow up in their own way so see me for who i am now and not for who i was yeah give me the privilege of growing up over time we're almost 30 now and if i was a dick back then i probably was a dick i mean i was extremely self-centered and insecure back then hmm I feel, I feel like Dill just gave a universal answer that we we definitely grown over time. And um yeah, don't don't look at me. I mean, that's a the question, but the question, yeah, don't look at me with the eyes from the past because if you haven't grown over the last 10 years, Honestly, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing if they met you at 34, 35, and, like, you expect that at 52. Like, if you interact with somebody at 18, 19, we're still kids. Yeah, I was about to say, for our our age group, that question right there, yeah, I don't think you could still judge yourself. Unless it was some heinous bullshit, crazy shit, I don't think you could really judge yourself what we was doing at that age. Because, I mean, we were still figuring out life. Yeah. 
I think I would say like I'm more uh, upfront now and not so passive, and like my bad for not taking the shot that you left open for me. Mm, I like that. Got a bunch of girls that are like, yo, like I've tried to get in a relationship with you and blah blah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't even peep. Same. And I, I, I used to write that off as just being blind to it, but I felt like part of that was a lack of confidence or lack of insecurity, saying I, I didn't deserve it or something. Close mouth, don't get fed, baby. At all. <laughs> in a different context in our conversation. <laughs> no, it's interesting. I would like to hear, like, I saw the Rory and Mal podcast. They were like, uh, Mal, I always say Mal, but they were going to introduce, like, one of, like, their old looks and whatnot. I would love to, like, uh, hear what three of my previous looks have to say about me from years ago. I would love to have one of your old looks on and blur face. Yeah, like one from last year, one from five years ago, and one from ten years ago and see what they all. Can we do it? Like if there's anything in common that they all have to say. That would be interesting. Can we do it? Yeah, I'll set that up. <laughs> I think that would be really entertaining. Yeah, same. I don't even introduce my friends to my... Uh... I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jake. Yeah, you remember I texted you. <laughs> oh funny side story i text flocko was asking me about somebody and i was giving him a full recap and i accidentally texted to john john just texted me back geeking that was recent <laughs> no it was years ago probably two or three years ago flock was like what happened to someone so i'm like giving a whole breakdown and you just text me back geeking like this wasn't meant for me i'm like nah bro <laughs> <laughs> nope <laughs> that was the flocka <laughs> Me and you just talked about it like fucking a day before. You like, um, yeah, like, you good? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurt, bro. <laughs> I'm hitting everybody about it. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up. One time I had tickets to an Orlando Magic basketball game, and me and my friend were going, and we were inviting two girls, and one of them wasn't responded, and I texted her, yo, she ain't responding. She's being slow. <laughs> and I said that to her, and she didn't go, and neither did her friend. Mm. Ooh, that whole situation. Damn. Mm. Who'd you go with? Just me and him. Oh, I love that. At least you guys had leg room, huh? We did. We did. We sat in the, the close seats anyway. Mm. Nice. Respect it. Um, so what do we got? Self and anxiety. Uh, self, what is the dialogue between the part of you that fears the worst and the part of you that dreams about more? Wait, say that again? Yeah. What is the dialogue between the part of you that fears the worst and the part of you that dreams about more? Mm. That's what I was just talking about earlier. Where I was like, it's interesting. What drives the most is actually like what holds me back the most. Uh, I do that that battle all the time in different aspects of life. That shit's very interesting for real. Like I am fucking super willing to move to San Francisco tomorrow if a job opportunity pops up that I love. A career opportunity like i'll just cut off and just go there for a year it doesn't matter um 
but in other aspects of life, I'll be like, oh, no, I mean, fuck it. Like with a girl? Yeah, like, like, like I'll, I'll, I literally will uproot myself like I've done seven times, but I'll second guess, like, if I'm sending the right text. Like, that's fucking stupid as shit. Like, Doug, like, what type of time is that? Or, like, I'll withdraw, and then it'll be like, oh, like, all right, what are you, what are you doing here anyway? So, shit's interesting. For me, it's always trust. The, the fear, when the fear creeps in, it's always just trust yourself. Trust, just trust your first instinct. Don't overthink it. Don't, uh, don't get too scary about a situation. Don't be scared to try something because, I mean, like y'all just said, closed mouth don't get fed. I mean, every opportunity you don't take, you miss. So if, if you feel like something right, go for it. Fuck it. Why not? It does seem like most opportunities usually work out or the consequences aren't that bad of it failing. And that's what I that's what I started to realize. Like shit ain't that bad, man. Just just go ahead, do it, try it, fuck it. Worst case scenario on a lot of shit isn't that deep, bro. It's it never it re- really never seems to be that deep. Oh, you called a John twice and she doesn't answer. Like, alright, just never talk to her again. Right, fuck yeah. it. Yeah. Or she slides and you knock her down and Richie. Right. <laughs> um what is my my conversation is probably similar to john's like i'm learning that just take the risk go for it like i think about open up my own spot like okay i'll probably be broke even more broke for a little while and i've i've honestly things have been tight things have been rough before but i've never been in the position to where it didn't end up connecting because i'm still alive Right. But like yeah, I made right. it through every single thing but not till now. And you already got a wife and kids, so like you got the hard thing already done. Now it's just like financial gain. So yeah. Like, what's the worst case scenario? You'll be broke. Hmm, figure it out. It does it is scary thing about going backwards. Cause I feel like there's like a solid foundation to go backwards with a kid. That seems like a special yeah. situation. Rather go backwards and never go forward though, huh? Nah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, anything else for that one? Would you rather be rich and then go broke or never be rich at all? Am I broke if I'm never rich at all? Or just medium? I guess medium. It doesn't really matter. Would you rather go rich and go back to medium? It's it's kind of more so would you rather be able to experience it or never experience it at all to not know what you weren't experiencing? Could you learn from the mistakes you made when you went broke? It's a, just a question, boys. I don't. I don't have the. <laughs> it's the best. We need everything. Yeah, we need everything. Like, dang, we, we not have the ability to get rich again. I was like, just going. I was just going off the whim, boys. Like, <laughs> stuck in that position. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, we need all that. The therapy pot. <laughs> I think I'll go. Uh, I'll go get rich and then fall back. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to do the same thing with the understanding that I can learn from my mistakes and do it again. Hey, Flock, what if your girl was a breadwinner? Could you live with that? For sure. Yeah, I feel like I could, too. Not I feel only like I could, I could but I don't know. I could thrive under that. Do you think so? 
I think so. You got a passion job though, so like that's kind of passion job sounds offensive. Not a passion job, but like you have a fulfillment job. Yeah, I mean, I'm not offended. We don't make a lot of money, so. Uh, like in context, you say that, but like in like in the real world, you do. That's true. Compared to a lot of other people. Yeah, like you're still making a really good income. Yeah. Okay. Want to talk about any more personal details of your life, or like? <laughs> <should> we... <laughs> um, when you are soothing yourself, which person who once soothed you in real life do you hear? No one. I've never been soothed. I honestly, I don't know if you're joking, but I honestly feel that. Like, I don't have I'm anybody. I'm dead serious. <laughs> What's soothing? Though? I don't have anybody that I pull up. And you're supposed to. What's soothing? Like, telling you it's okay, making you feel better. I think that's the one thing that we all connect on. Yeah, because my mom worries more than me, dog. I tell her some shit. She's not soothing. She's panicking. Yeah, and if I tell my mom something, she's trying to figure that shit out. It ain't mm-hmm. necessarily soothing. It's like, yeah. all right, I'm going to do this out. Okay, I'm yep. going to have to do this, 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 this. Yeah. That's wild that we connect on that wild shit. Yeah, we're all fucked. <laughs> Damn it, mom. <laughs> Damn it, mom. <laughs> it's all the women. <laughs> Well, you're the only one with a dad. Wait, I keep forgetting John's got a dad. <laughs> All y'all got dads. The fuck? My dad's dead. Uh, both of them. That was dark. <laughs> that was dark. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Random thoughts. Random thoughts. Damn, I got to get back on the soundboard because I got to hit that. Thoughts. Haiti president was assassinated. I saw that on Twitter. I didn't know if it was fake news or not. And I don't feel like we give a fuck about other countries. Not a damn. We don't. I don't even know where Haiti is. I feel like if... <laughs> I swear to God, I don't. If our president was assassinated, world news, shit shuts down. Countries are, are grieving for us. Blah, blah, blah. Happens in another country. Us is America. We don't give two fucks i'm pretty sure there are people that actually care and know every detail of the situation and shit but it's kind of wild how we really only care about ourselves in this where's haiti at uh look like the caribbean type like area i guess you would say i didn't figure out where i want to go for my birthday big three zero because then it's self-destruction time after that right i won't make it back i'm calling it quits on the trip um yeah i don't know where haiti is haiti's like uh cuba dominican republic haiti right in the middle i don't know them other johns either bro (laughs) you don't know where cuba (laughs) you was in mexico taking boats from cuba to miami and oh yeah so haiti's kind of close i'm gonna be doing voodoo and shit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that shit's different Looks like seamen coming out of Mexico. They say Cuba's like really, really pretty to be down at, though. Like, I know it's super dangerous to go, but I have heard it like it's very extremely like scenic. Um, random thought 
racist white people do not realize the internet lives without their racist white world. They think it's only their Facebook groups and only their right wing shit. And it's not the case. The dude in Jersey that was like yelling at the African fella talking about it wasn't Somalia and he runs shit and here's his address if anybody wants to check him. And then 5,000 people pull up and then he gets charged. And why does it take three years? This dude's got complaints back to three years in that complex of this racist white fella complaining. Why does it take three years in a viral video for them to come press charges? Uh, bullshit. And other random thought. Yo, if you're going to be an alt-right like racist group, don't come to Philly with that shit, dog, because they're going to fuck you up out there, dog. They're going to chase you right out of that bitch and fuck you up. That's that's a majority, majority, majority black city, and the majority of whites in that black city aren't fucking with that type shit. Keep that shit moving. Go to Dover and Delaware. Go to Pittsburgh. Go somewhere else with that shit. That's the wrong city to go to. That and if you pull up in trucks with shields and shit, you shouldn't be getting chased out of anywhere. That shit look crazy, and they look terrified through the mask. Oh, it looks scary really to death. Dropping shields and all types. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck is going on? <laughs> and who's picking out these outfits, dog? Why do you guys have navy blue polos and cargo <laughs> pants? Like... <laughs> it was marching on the sidewalk. Why the fuck are y'all marching on the side? That's how I knew they were scared off. Y'all marching on the sidewalk? The fuck is y'all doing? You can't even march in the road. You go, yeah. uh, my buddy works for Penske. He's going to text me and say, any publicity is good publicity. <laughs> that shit was crazy. My buddy said they look like they worked at Best Buy, dog. They was out there going crazy. <laughs> they didn't look like they worked. Their shirts was tucked in, wasn't it? It was bugged out. Bugged the fuck out. Bugged the fuck out, dog. Um, Rudy Giuliani is barred from practicing law in New York. Oh, shit. Like, they don't have like an age limit on that? I, I thought it was because of his practice, the type of practice. You say it's because of his age? Nah, I said they didn't. Isn't he like 90? Oh, I don't know. I I just think it's really interesting that he can't even practice law anymore in New York. And we want to act like this guy's serious. Mm. Right? We're trying to people, act like lot, he's... A lot of people credited him with, like, saving New York. He, I mean, from what I know from people that live in New York that um were there when he was a mayor he didn't do a terrible job but it's almost like when was he stopping frisk um i don't know i don't know the uh, new mayor governor is it cuomo cuomo yeah yeah. he just came out and said it's a gun crisis in new york too so i think they might be back on that type of shit stopping frisk there's a gun crisis in everywhere yeah, for real. Yeah, America is a whole. Somebody needs to come bomb us to get us straight. Don't say that type shit on our podcast. Yeah, they Facebook gonna flag the fuck out. I definitely always think, what the fuck is people gonna do if it's just like them old '60s movies when you just see the people in the air jumping out of planes and parachutes. Motherfuckers just jumping out of parachutes. You just see them, and you the one American that don't got a gun and shit. You didn't like, damn. I mean, me. What was I doing? Throwing basketballs at him and shit. <laughs> Scram. Scram. <laughs> Just leave. leave. Oh, you bastards. Yeah, challenge him to fisticuffs and shit. Like, dog, what the fuck am I doing here? That's funny. Should we go songs of the week? Songs of the week. Let's do it. Who's going first? Uh, ain't, that, ain't that you? You, you first. Okay. 
Is uh, is four minutes too long? Should I cut it short? What the song? Yeah. Rock out, man. Do what you feel is necessary. Okay. I'll pause it if it feels right. Uh, this is a uh, life of a bandana by uh, King Crooked, formerly known as Crooked Eye. About a couple years old. This song. Changed his name. We did yeah, a while ago. Oh shit. Yeah. Hear it. Damn, look how niggas use me and shit. I can't say shit either. They just do whatever they want with a nigga. Ball me up, throw me in the corner. It's like I'm a bandana. Damn. I'm a bandana. Like the American flag, I seen soldiers die over me. See mothers cry over me, wiping their eyes, holding me. See, I was neutral till my designers put some colorful dye over me. Red or blue and change my design totally. Cover me in paisley print to give you fashion. Till gang members gave me power. Now I'm cut from a different fabric. Depend on which pocket you stick the rag in. I'm usually peeking out the back of some dicky sagging. Born in a factory, shipped to the swap meet. Put up on the shelf along with others of different colors. I seen somebody's arm reach. Picked up one that was the color purple like the movie. Guess he was repping Grape Street. Days went by, I'm just chilling in the store. Till my future owner walked in the door. The hat he wore had old English letters across it that read Long Beach. I saw his Chuck Taylors walking across the floor. He pointed at me, I was happy. I finally made it out. We jumped into his blue challenger, music banging loud. We pulled up to his weed spot, cause he was slinging loud. Tucked me in his left back pocket, now I'm just hanging out. Yeah, everything was cool till he did him some dirt. Tie me round his head, ain't your mama style while sipping some syrup. Ran up on his enemy and instantly went in his shirt. Changed his whole energy. I think this nigga's berserk. Did it in broad daylight so all his ops could learn a lesson. Before he sent them to heaven, start yelling the turf he reppin'. 30 years of life, killer took it in 30 seconds. Then he used me to wipe his fingerprints off the murder weapon. People filming the victim, they ain't conscious to his health. They unconscious as him, ain't even offered do some help. We sped off in the car, my owner talking to himself. Said it's his enemy's fault, he brought the coffin to himself. Had to show him what was cracking. He went home, changed clothes, showed up to his son's birthday party like nothing happened. Left me in the car, tied around his rear view mirror. The windshield clean, nothing can make my clear view clearer. I seen a truck pull up, thought it was family trying to fall through until they jumped out in bright colors. I think they died more. My relatives tied around their faces, these niggas pyro. They saw through the challenger's windows and knew I was all blue. One said, yeah, that's his car. He getting knocked off. Kicked in the door to the party, start letting shots off. Leaning against the living room wall, that's where they caught dog. Poor kid, 12th birthday, he seen his pops fall. His eyes, he rushed to his dad, said they shot my brother. Shot my brother, they got my brother. Oh God, please, not my brother. Somebody call an ambulance, please. Somebody go and call my mother. It's go watch covered in blood. It was time to kill. Them niggas did it, then them niggas peeled. That shit was real. My owner always said that this banging would get them killed. The way they did the crip was so cold-blooded, I get the chills. At the funeral, his family and his crew tripping. Head stitched up in the casket, cause half of his roof missing. His suit dripping, his homie just laid me across his chest, cause even after death, this nigga ain't through cripping. I'm starting to gain clarity, just bury me with the nigga who carried me. I don't want no more gangsters wearing me. It ain't cool to die before your parents, and apparently the hood got mental problems. You all need some therapy, now here come Jeremy. That's my only son, the one that seen him blasted, staring in the casket, face plastic. He told his pops, go ahead, rest in peace, daddy. I'ma take care of mama, go ahead and sleep, daddy. You know I'ma be just like you. Then he picked me up, said, now I'm about this trip life too. Damn. 
at the end there's a little thing that says teach your child not to kill my child i think it's kind of a dope song good concept i always love those type of songs you know where that comes from obviously right yeah man uh i'm a i had a whole different song i was one play i gave you power but you know i gave you power so i'm gonna keep the concept going i'm gonna go wale i'm gonna go uh golden salvation and on this one he's uh rapping from the perspective of a Jesus piece instead of a bandana. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Let's keep it going. Hey! Praises. Give thanks to the Father, Holy Water. Jesus Pace. Don't nobody want no Jesus Pace. No. Huh? Niggas use me to shine, I've been helping you snap. Look, why these rapping dudes ain't hit me in months? Clone ass was too much, covered in VVS. Women gon' play it closer, and them hungry jokers gon' try to test ya, uh. Now they bumpin' your record, your confidence through the roof. Still you show no respect, kid. <laughs> the good Brooke said praise, but you so stuck in your ways, you got my image of praise. Why you sitting out waiting for an AK and with women? I sat right there on your table, don't bow your head. Though I'm keeping you graceful, brothers was born to cheat. Though I question who faithful, fast for me, no, blast for me, no, grab to us, so racks up to match up with me, froze. Uh, how can a diamond supersede my wisdom? I seen the reverend with five of me as he read a scripture. This is Bible readers, the people with mouths and titches. You silly get with Cena, Aki with crucifix pendant, with a Cuban attached on a secular scene. I die for you all, now niggas die for me. <laughs> Salvation. I feel like concept rep has definitely died down, and I think it's a something that we need to bring back, or rappers need to bring back, because that shit ain't easy. And I always love concept type raps. Agreed. Agreed. It's definitely missing in the game right now. Big time. <clears throat> I was gonna go ESTG this week, but you guys already know how I feel about him. So I am going reason better days. And when I make it, we can't be Bacardi sipping Cause the drugs got that nigga living with a foggy vision And I'm trying to make a living with mics like Scotty Pippen uh, So many friends that I'm starting to lose Praying my crew don't become a party of two Progression seem tight, but like gears on a bike Boy, when you switch up, that's when it's hardest to move Cause niggas clown Drake for being so sentimental They see the same nigga over every instrumental Niggas spitting raps by pointing gaps out tinted windows Knowing they ain't never owned a pistol A lot of niggas pray for nice whips while hoping to get their cheddar raised I'm just praying for better days They hit the block with Glocks and let Beretta spray Yeah, I'm just praying for better days My older cousin been dabbling in cocaine sniffing We should be headed to new Bugatti lane switching Instead he banging that neighborhood and gang living And blow a nigga brains out if they don't bang with him It's the same nigga I ain't Captain Crunch with Neighborhood got him feeling he should pump lift Cause it's 60 for life Niggas never jump ship But a jump you went off a of Xan and blunt hits it's for anybody struggling looking for better blessings Reminisce to when I was hooping and dropping dimes I ain't carry text on no the 
automatic weapons, but we're shooting every day in school. That's Columbine. Damn, I miss your responsibility, never present. As you get older, every mistake is your hardest lesson. Lost $300 fucking with my old bitch. If I did that shit now, would nigga be homeless? So shit. It's so many women love to hate a nigga. Made them believe a dream till it drove them crazy, nigga. I'm focused on getting better. Don't want to go crazy with them like a dollar on a budget. Please, law save a nigga. A lot of niggas pray for whips while hoping to get their cheddar raised. I'm just praying for better days. They hit the block with Glocks and let Beretta spray. I'm just praying for better days. And I wish I could show my cousin a better way. I'm just praying for better days. Just got stabbed and might be headed to heaven gates. <laughs> I'm just praying for better days. Just got the text, the docs is operating. Reason better days. Reason's nice. Reason's nice, man. Reason can really fucking rap. TDE's got a, a really cool lineup. I wish they would drop more. Same. Shout out to Isaiah Rashad dropping later this month. Yeah. What's that, Burning House? Mm-hmm. Never got a name. Yep. Well, it's been real. Yep. It's been real. It's been real, boys. Good show. What do I got? I got a golf clap. Remember, fellas... Just because her bed is on the floor doesn't mean that she's into minimalism. <laughs> Words of wisdom from the chair. And just because you can throw a thumb. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> just because you can throw a thumb, what? <laughs> Nothing, don't go in your eye. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to show up. All right, we out. <laughs>